my name is Kate Exline. I'm the digital strategist at Visit Mesa, and welcome to today's webinar, Recover Faster by Maximizing Your Business's Position on Google. Thank you for taking the time out of your day and listening in. I am so excited to introduce you to today's presenters, Matthew Fock and Clark Richardson. Matthew is the founder and CEO, and Clark is the director of operations at Truly360. Truly360 is a certified Google trusted agency and a global leader in helping businesses rank higher on Google. Just a few things to note before we start. Please use the Q&A button to submit any questions for Matthew and Clark, which we'll go over um, and through at the end and answer at the end of the presentation. After we wrap up for this webinar, we will email all of you with a recording of the webinar, as well as the slides and any additional resources. Um, and we have about six more marketing webinars coming up from Visit Mesa. The next webinar we will be hosting is next week on the 29th at 8 a.m. Um, and it is Public Relations 101, an introduction to the power of media outreach. And finally, we'd like to give a special shout out to Jay and her team at the Office of Economic Development for including us in this amazing opportunity to share marketing tools and information with the Mesa businesses. So take it away, guys. Awesome. Thank you, Kate. And thank you, Mesa, so much for having us on today. Um, we are a small business as well, so we know exactly what you guys are going through. Uh, these are pretty interesting times for all of us, and um, I know you had to jump through a few hoops to, to jump on here, but I can promise you it's going to be well worth your while. Um, I know the great folks at Mesa are more progressive than a lot of destinations around the country. Um, in, in fact, when they reached out to us, they said, don't just come on here and talk to them for an hour. We want you to provide real solutions. So I want to give you a little intro and background on us and then we're going to talk about exactly what we're going to cover today but in a nutshell what we're going to be able to do is we're going to show you things that are going to help your google presence immediately these are things that you can do yourself and of course you can hire us um, but of course we can get to that a little bit later so it's kind of interesting um i know what you're going through it's 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 uh i think it's fair to say that none of us have ever experienced this in the time that we've owned a business i've had a business now for 19 years I got started when I was 22 and I was not a Harvard grad who was funded by a trust fund or anything. Uh, my mom did work at a university, but she worked as an office manager. In fact, she worked over a decade in a room with no windows in the counseling office. So I was always kind of depressed to go see her. I was always encouraging her to get out. My dad was a high school teacher. And um, when they had kids, they were forced between making a difference and making a living because they had their masters in social work and wanted to give back and chose not to worry about money. So when, when you grow up not worried about money, you can guess what you end up worrying about, money. <laughs> so I set off to change the world and I was gonna be a financial advisor to, to, to make residual income and make money by helping people with their money. But here I was a college dropout with $14 pay less shoes who, who had a suit, but the jacket didn't match the pants. And so uh, I decided to answer an ad in the paper and I found something kind of related to financial services. I answered an ad about credit card processing. And uh, the companies 19 years ago are like the companies still out there today since it's a pretty unregulated industry. You know, they promise you savings and then when you get your statement, it doesn't really add up to what you were promised. And so by the time I realized what the founders of our company were doing, um, I didn't feel good about it. But I'd, I was already making more than my parents were combined and I thought, man, what do I do? I went to another company. It was more of the same thing. So here I was working for two companies in my first year. And I said, in order for me to feel good about what I'm doing, 
I've got to get out of this industry completely or start my own business with a simple idea. And no one in my family had ever started a business or been successful doing anything. But the cool thing is when you're a middle child and you're a college dropout, no one really expects you to achieve anything anyway. So uh, I knew if I, if I failed, I would just keep trying and keep getting myself up. And so I started an idea with the simple philosophy that if I negotiated on behalf of our clients to find them the best deal. And as I grew, if I used our volume to negotiate group deals with these different processors and extended those deals, of course I would make less money per client. But when I met with you, you would say, this is awesome. So I don't have to deal with all these calls and you're gonna guarantee my lowest rates and take care of my equipment and give me great service. Well, hey, let me walk you next door to my friend. Let me call my friend up, make the introduction. So fast forward 12 years, and I joke that we won the World Series of T-Ball because we just had a great little business. Uh, you would never notice it from the outside, but we saved our money and just kind of grew when our, our clients stayed. And uh, we just kept running and kept operating, operating off that same philosophy. So one day, got a random call from Google and they did not leave a phone number. So I said, next time they call, make sure that I'm available. So they basically called and said, Matthew, we've done our research and we see that you have clients all over the country. And we, we love that your philosophy, we love that you're standing out in an industry um, that's not known for, you know, really taking care of businesses. And we also see that you have an interest in photography. So we would love to, to partner with you. We would love to provide you tools and kind of give you inside information on ways that you can help businesses. And we want every business in the country, every business in the world. So I'm not saying that you can even, uh, you know, put a dent in this, but we would like to partner with you. Now, at the end of this call, after they get me excited, they say, now keep in mind, we're not gonna pay you anything and we want no liability, got it? So I said, okay, I see how this works. You create amazing tools. We're communicating with the business, you got it. And I thought, I've been training folks to knock on doors and talk about credit card processing for over a decade. I can't imagine now being able to wear a t-shirt and say, I'm here to help you with your Google presence. So we were thrilled to have that opportunity. We ended up doing pretty well. Uh, in fact, so well that Google started introducing us to different departments at Google. And today we communicate with uh, departments at Google that don't even communicate with each other, all of which help the small business, small and medium-sized business. So essentially today we've become the only company in the world that basically acts as a li liaison between destinations and, and businesses and Google. So essentially what's really cool is that you're gonna, we're gonna just kind of scratch the service today on some of the tools that are available to your destination and available to you. And basically how you can focus on helping your community by basically helping your own business. I mean, literally you can focus on helping your business and, you know, and, and sharing these tools with your friends. And if everyone can focus on getting your business to rank higher and look better, then it's a lot easier for us to help your destination promote that destination and get more people to visit. So um, without further ado, let me kind of talk a little bit about and kind of jump into exactly what we're going to cover today. We're going to jump in here and we're going to look at some Google listings and then we're going to ask for a few volunteers. If we don't have any volunteers, that's okay. Uh, we can actually show you. But what we're going to do is we're actually going to look on the back end of Google. Uh, Clark is uh, much better at this than I am. He knows how to make everything work. Um, so he's going to look on the back end and he's going to make some live changes for anybody that wants to volunteer. Now, we can't obviously help everyone on this call, but something that's very interesting, I don't know if you guys were led on to this, and the benefit of us only having maybe 
um, you know, 50 to, or let's say less than hundred folks on this call is that our team is literally going to be able to do a free Google audit. And I, I actually told um, Kate and the team that we were going to do Google audits because I thought we may have a few hundred, but I'm actually going to make the offer better and say, we're actually going to do a Google audit and we're going to do a Google coaching session. So literally we're going to coach your business on how to rank higher. And after this call, I'm basically going to be giving you a drink with a fire hose, but if you have no budget at all, you're going to be able to do things yourself. If you have a team, your team is going to be able to take advantage of things. If you want someone to do it for you, obviously that's going to be an option as well. But everyone, everyone uh, on this call will be able to take something from this. So what I'm going to do now is share my screen and we're going to have some fun. So starting off, when we do a search, even for Mesa, Arizona, what's cool is that I want to encourage you guys to stick closely to what the DMO and what Visit Mesa is doing. Um, this is incredibly important because Google is giving Visit Mesa tools that they're not giving any other group in the world. And the reason behind this is simple. Mesa is the one group that is concerned in trying to get more people to come to visit. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, the Chamber of Commerce are doing the same, uh, you know, but, but Mesa, um, Visit Mesa is, is, is working really, really hard to get visitors to come in and Google recognizes that. Right now, Google makes about 15% of the revenue from travel. And if you notice these little things on here, these little icons, there's a little hotel bed and there's an airline because literally Google wants you to book your, book your travel. And you're gonna notice little postings down here. The majority of communities around the world are not taking advantage of tools like this. So Mesa has heard the recommendations and they're taking advantage of it. So if you look, if you do a search for Mesa, one, you're gonna have this knowledge panel over here that Mesa is doing a great job of, of taking care of. And then if you're at home and you have a Google device and you say, hey Google, what are things to do in Mesa? What it's basically doing is pulling information from Mesa's travel guide. And so these are a lot of the, the top things to do. So Visit Mesa has an opportunity to affect these areas a lot. And I'm sure you guys may be saying, how can I get my business to rank higher in this area? So there, there, there are certain things that Google doesn't want to happen. They really want the, the, the top things to do to show up high here, but there are ways that we can get into. Um, we'll just scratch the surface a little bit on how you can basically uh, work with your city. And it's important that you look at their emails and look at things that they're promoting for businesses to get involved in. Cause a lot of times we're going to share with them ideas that they're going to hear about um, before we can actually have the time to educate you as well. But why don't we do a search? Let's do a search. We're not going to pick on anybody today, but let's just search in general for a business. So I'm going to search for chiropractors. And so obviously it's going to pull the chiropractors nearest to me. And I'm going to share with you basically what's going on. Some of this stuff you're going to know, but obviously keep in mind, I mean, we've got to develop this call for folks that are um, incredibly uh, technologically advanced and other folks that are, you know, going, hey, I, I just want to learn a little bit more. But what we all have in common is that we're all business owners and we all know the value of ranking higher on Google and making our presence look better on Google. So as we know, um, Google makes most of their money off paid ads. So we've always seen these paid ads up here. We've seen them up there for many years. But a few years ago, they actually introduced this map right here. And a few years before that, 
Well, actually, right before that, what they had is organic search results. Now, while Google makes most of their money off paid ads, they don't make any money off organic search results. And it's very hard. A lot of people call SEO black magic. It's difficult to know exactly what, how to rank higher. It's very expensive to do that. And a lot of times national brands have the budgets and, and that enable them to do that. I've got a good friend of mine who owns a very successful SEO company and his average client charges, uh, pays him about $13,000 a month. And he, does, he works with a lot of attorneys. And so it's just very, very difficult. So what Google said is if, when we're searching for things like restaurants, um, what oftentimes dominates organic search is Yelp. And, and what Google said is, you know what? Google actually removed Yelp at one point from search results. Uh, Yelp sued Google and you can argue that Yelp won, but you, what, what it looked like is that Google was buying a little time. Google is buying a little time to, to use what now we refer to as a better version of Yelp, this Google local section. And you'll find this Google local section is on everything. Now, if we were to search on our mobile devices, one of the main things that we use for search is a lot of it, even if we have iPhones, we're not using Apple Maps. A lot of us use Google Maps. And if you were to do a search for restaurants on Google Maps, you're only gonna find this map right here. So you can find by, if you can help, we're gonna help you basically with your Google listing and it's gonna populate across the entire Google ecosystem across every device, every platform, it's gonna help you rank higher. So let's kind of look at this real quick. So we're gonna look at paid ads and we're gonna look at, I mean, literally the first page is essentially paid ads because chiropractors are very, it's a very competitive field. Um, there's insurance involved, people get hurt and they say, and they go to the doctor and the doctor says, you know, insurance is gonna cover your chiropractor. And don't get me wrong, um, I see a chiropractor without insurance, there's other cases. But because of um, how competitive it is, a lot of people want to pay for these top spots and ads. But most of us have been trained to go to the first place below the ads. And if you notice, I'm having to scroll down basically to the third page to get to the organic search results. So most people are going to fall here and where most people are going to go, they're going to fall here on the first, on the first choice. So if you notice in here, there's actually two more ads in this map section. But again, 100% chiropractic is showing it first. So why don't we take a look to see what they're doing differently? Now, a lot of people ask us, you know, how are you able to help, help businesses rank so high? And we tell people, I said, there's really, is there a trick? Um, it's probably a combination of a lot of tricks. But what we tell people is that we use every single Google tool the exact way Google wants to do it. And then we make sure that your business and you have consistent information across all the listing platforms, Yahoo, Bing, all of them to make sure there's consistent information. So everyone, all of these listing platforms can feel good recommending your business. We're going to kind of go through this. And obviously what we want to do is um, we, we may have time to open up for some questions at the end. Uh, but again, what I would recommend you do, you don't have to recommend, you don't have to listen and pay attention to everything. What we're going to do is remember, we're going to give you a chance at the end to sign up for a Google, Google audit and a free Google coaching session. And we can chat with you in a way that you can digest. Um, so don't be too concerned. Just try to soak it up. And I would do, but if you're going to write down anything, write down the questions that you have. That's going to be most, most beneficial. 
So let me show you different things that they're taking advantage of now. One, they're, they're taking advantage of this product section. Um, now, if you notice this product section, they are literally promoting physical products, but they're also promoting. Now, if you have a service business, you may automatically look past this and go, I don't really have any products to sell, but you do just interpret products as services and you can put your services in here. So in this case, it's a $49 new patient special, right? And also, if you, if you think about this, that all these, all these, all these different options in here that you have, Google's recognizing that you're populating these different areas on your Google listing. So a lot of these, if done correctly, are going to help you rank higher simply because Google sees that you're populating them. And obviously, if you notice that they're loading great photos, it's important that you load photos of the front of your business, for example. Google is now using the Street View technology to actually read the front of businesses and they can't get businesses to load their information fast enough. So what they're trying to do is actually pull the, the hours operation off the front door of the business if they can. And it's very successful in areas like Main Street because literally they can drive down to Main Street and pull the information off the, off the front of the business. But in cases like this, obviously they can't do it, but they are able to read the sign on the outside. So we recommend taking pictures like this where you have the sky and the ground and the front of the business and make sure that their technology can read it. Now, a lot of people say, is that possible? It is possible that they can read this information. Um, a couple years ago, they were promoting Google Lens and now Google Lens is actually built directly into Google search. I can actually go to Google Translate and there's a little picture on the left-hand side of it. You can click on the picture and hover over in something in Japanese, Chinese, Spanish, or even in English, and it can transfer it to just about any other language. You can hover over flower and it can tell you what type of flower it is. So it's incredible at how advanced it is. But keep in mind, Google's also developing this technology so they can hover over a business and it'll pull up your Google business listing if somebody's walking by. A lot of us has been, been to Miami walking down the streets. People are like, come eat at my restaurant, come eat at my restaurant. And this way, without having to go in and going, oh crap, I'm already in here. You can literally just hover over the outside of the restaurant. Google will pick up that information. You can pull up the information before you go in. So in addition to photos, in addition to loading their products, also notice they're doing things like this. They're responding to their reviews. And keep in mind, you may be disappointed that you may get a, a one-star review every now and then, but keep in mind that person can change their review. They can't remove it, but they can change a one-star into a five-star. It's also important that you take the time to talk about your business and write a description of your business and not use the one that Google comes up for you. There's another really important area down here called posting, right? So we have postings on here. So let's learn about it. They wanna promote that they're open. Now, this particular location, they have this particular business, they have 38 locations. So in a lot of their locations, they're actually closed. So they're promoting in different locations that they're closed. And if you may have guessed it by now, yes, they are a client. <laughs> so we're taking advantage of a lot of these different tools and a lot of the other companies don't know what we're doing. So they're paying for ads to try to get above them. And while they may get some people to click on them, as we all know, the majority of people are clicking on the first organic search results. I'm going to take you through some other tools that you can have um, inside of your business. When we do a search for Ruth Chris, 
Palm Springs. So Bruce Chris is a client of ours. If you also notice, they're taking advantage of a lot of tools as well. For example, reserve a table, lots of things like this. If you're a restaurant, you've probably noticed um, these are important that you're pulling these up. This is a whole new section uh, that Google has basically introduced as a response to, to the coronavirus. So make sure that you're, at, you know, populating this, you know, can people pick food up and can you, can they deliver it? And as you can see, they're taking advantage of a lot of different things. But what I specifically wanted to show you are the tours. Well, I can actually show you photos too. If we look in here, we took this photo, gosh, about three years ago, but it's still at the top because the business wants it at the top. They want you to think about, I want to eat this steak in this restaurant. Now, granted, there's still going to be user-generated content. Zeke is very thrilled about his steak that he's about to eat and wanted to share it with the world. In fact, he wanted to share it to their website, I mean, to their Google listing. And you can see what other people are doing. So this is called user-generated content. And this is always going to be a part of any ecosystem of any, of any listing, any search engine. It's also important that you provide a high-quality virtual tour of the inside of your business. And what we're probably going to do is uh, find a time later on in this year where we'll actually come to Mesa and we can provide these tours. Remember, a tour is better than no tour. So if you have a phone and you're like, hey, there is 360 degrees, Google will recognize that you have a tour. I would strongly recommend you get the, a tour for the inside of your business. They start at 360 bucks and 360 bucks is enough for any business. It's important that you're using a tripod with a digital SLR camera and that somebody who knows what they're doing is going through there. Because you can imagine if somebody shot this on their phone and it's really grainy, it wouldn't have the same impact. So we've covered a few things for you. I also wanted to show you some things on the back end as well. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of introduce Clark and he's going to show you some, where some of the magic happens on the back end. So what we're going to look at, I think this is great. I'm going to start with these rankings, right? So this is a dashboard that we provide to our clients that's going to show people um, exactly how they rank. So you're going to have one for your business. This is basically a snapshot of just a random uh, group of business, about 600 businesses all over the, all over the country to kind of show you what's going on. Right here in this main search, so we have discovery searches. Discovery searches are searches when people search for top restaurant near me, best chiropractor. It's where people are not searching directly for your business. If they're searching directly for your business, it's going to be a direct search. And discovery are going to be people that are looking for you. And so Google has helped basically them discover your business. So essentially, these are leads from Google. And a lot of people think that they have to fight with Google, but it's, it's very different than that. Because if what, what's going on now is if you can picture Google as being an incredibly busy highway. And right now, they have all the traffic. Ten years from now, Google wants to keep all the traffic, right? So what they want to do is basically they, all they need to do is know who to trust. And what I mean by that is that if you go on Google and you search in for search for a restaurant and you show up because it says that you can dine in and they say, what are you doing? Get out of here. You can't dine in here. It's going to make you feel like ah, I knew I shouldn't have used Google. I should have used some other, uh, some other tool. So then they could potentially start losing business. So what we want to do is set up everything so that Google should trust you. 
And if Google's that busy highway, we basically want to create an off-ramp to where Google can just virtually and, and virtually just unload, unload leads upon your destination and your business. So essentially, we're basically raising our hand and say, we'll take them all. You can trust our information. So let me kind of tell you what happened a year ago. So here we were at um, Direct and Discovery, and within a few months, we're taking discovery searches to one point, uh, from 1.6 million to 3.6 million. And then if, as we notice, um, obviously with winter, and then we're basically, then the coronavirus hits, right? It's pretty typical in winter, but what's not typical, what we like to see is that upswing come April, come March and April, but we didn't see that. What we saw was the coronavirus. And now you can see that discovery searches went from 1.7 million to 1.3 million. So they went down about 10%. Now what's interesting is that the direct searches were at 415,000 and they went to 225,000. So they were almost cut in half. So here's what I wanted to show you is that a lot of your businesses are out there. If your direct searches are cut in half, you're thinking, oh, my business isn't cut in half. But the businesses that were ranking higher on Google, even though so many less people were searching online, about half, the, the discovery searches that we were able to help get clients only went down about 10%. So this is important that you're focusing on your Google presence and making it look better. So even though less uh, far less people are searching, if you rank higher, you can capture a lot more of those leads. And here we are today, obviously we're responding we know that um, we have, a, you know, there's talks of a vaccine and we know we're kind of in the middle of it, but we know that we can, you know, we can almost see that the, the uptick uh, communities are getting together. They're bonding together to promote local businesses and Mesa um, is doing an incredible job of this. Let me show you a couple other ways and other things that we recommend in order to rank higher. Now what's important and this is an area. So this is an area. What's important is that you're able to click on your business and you're able to make adjustments. So Clark is going to show you how to make these adjustments yourself right now, as soon as we get off of this call. And we can also do it uh, during your coaching session. We're going to go live. We're going to pull up your Google listing and talk about your Google listing. And while I'm doing this, if there's any volunteers and you're able in the chat section for us to pull up your business and fix it live, don't feel bad. We're not going to see where you rank or anything like that. We're just going to pull up your listing and Clark is going to communicate with you. Uh, potentially we can make you a presenter as well. You can share the screen. So if you're open to sharing your screen and going back and forth a little bit, we'd appreciate it. Um, if not, we totally understand. And Clark is probably very capable of pulling up a sample. I'm putting Clark on the spot. So he's <laughs> going to make it happen. Now this so, is a great group already. So yeah, <laughs> lots of participation. Yeah, so you can note now the benefit of having a dashboard like this is that you can update the same information or we can do it for you. But the benefit is that it literally goes through every location listing out there and updates it with the correct information. So in one area, you can update, update your information and it's going to update Google, Amazon, Apple, Bing, Facebook, Yelp, and all the presentations that we've ever done live across the country for destinations. I've only had one person stand up and say, hey, Matthew, we have these tools already. And I think he was trying to stump me, but I actually said, you know what? I did not pay that guy to ask that question. I said, please tell me more. Tell me more about what you have. He's like, well, we have solutions like this that allow us to populate every listing. 
and we have ways that we can look at our reviews. I said, what company are you, are you with, sir? He said, I'm with Hilton. <laughs> I said, that's incredible you're with Hilton. 99% of the other people in this room are not with Hilton. They're with a single brand that may have between one and five locations, and they didn't know that they can have the same tools as the Hilton. If you've ever wondered how a national brand can move into your area and all of a sudden rank in the top three or five, and you go, how is that possible? They've only been here two months. It's because they have tools like this. In order to replicate some of these tools, you know, you'd have to literally log on each month because a lot of times these users will go on to Facebook because all of these listing services rely on user content. So if the user's going on, go wait, that those hours were wrong, it'll allow that person to update that information. So it's important that you have that. Also, it's important that you're, you're responding to your reviews. And yes, I mean, looking at and responding to reviews on everything. So a lot of people say, I love Yelp or I love TripAdvisor. And don't get me wrong, these are incredible tools. We don't work for Google. The reason that we focus on Google is that for the best bang for your buck, we're basically showing folks um, how to basically have the best investment to make the biggest impact. So a lot of people ask us, how big is Google compared to the other ones? Because I really like Yahoo, I still use it. Well, let me give you an idea. On a sampling of about these 600 random clients, Yelp has over a thousand reviews. TripAdvisor has 837. Facebook has 197. And Google My Business has close to 32,000. So if, if the budget doesn't permit, if time doesn't permit, I say focus on your Google presence because it is by far the best bang for your buck, best bang, uh, best investment of your time. So obviously this is a tool that um, if the API allows, you can literally respond to it. You can get chimed on your phone and it's important that you respond, respond to these groups and saying thank you so much for leaving a review. So I know it sounds like a lot, but keep in mind, um, like I said, we do wanna offer you tools that you can do these yourself if you want. We do offer solutions as well. And I'll touch on that. And again, I want to give Mesa a lot of credit. Uh, we talk to other groups that go, just educate people. And I'm like, all right, we can educate people. But a lot of folks are already trying to run a business. They're already dealing with being down 50%, 30%, 80% in some cases. They're jumping through hoops trying to get the PPP money and trying to keep staff. And the staff is actually making more money if they're not working because they're getting unemployment for the $600. And I know as a small business owner, it's just a lot to handle. So keep in mind, we can do this for you um, as well. And Mesa wanted us to provide solutions that not only help you, but will, will give you the best chances of fully recovering from this. And not only recovering, but we have found, and actually Google had a release that whoever is taking time to manage their listing now by doing postings, updating things, is seeing more, um, we're seeing faster increases than before because so many businesses basically froze. And what does Google want? Google doesn't like that. Google wants to see activity. So the businesses that are using activity and doing it the right ways are actually moving up a lot faster than they were before. So I'm gonna commend everyone on this call today and say that you guys are taking the right steps to, to help your business as much as possible. All right, Clark, I gave you a little, hopefully I gave you enough time. I don't know if, we, if you can see any volunteers or if you need to I'm going to stop sharing you, my screen as well. You bet. I had a, I've been amazed with the, the 
group that we have here. So really excited to be able to share. Um, thank you, Michelle and Sean, for sharing your businesses. Excited to use you as a as a case study and example as we kind of walk through this. But uh, tell you a little bit about my background real quick. I, I was born and raised in Mesa. So to say that I'm excited to be on this uh, call with you guys is an understatement. I grew up uh, off Country Club in Southern and um, just looking at uh, the business owners that are here, even if I can help just a, a tiny bit, uh, means so much to me. So I, I've owned a business in Arizona, um, Mesa and Gilbert, and absolutely love love uh mesa has a special place in my heart so uh thank you again michelle and sean for sharing your business i'm going to share my screen now but um everything i, I cannot echo what matthew stated um more uh so much of google is constantly changing and and google is is looking for your participation to be able to uh, really show that you're active in your community and you want to be a, a big part of your business, uh, big part of the community. So uh, jumping into the back end here, uh, Matthew outlined a lot of different things on the, on the front end. Um, and we're going to dig a little bit deeper into those and use Dixon jewelry and class one-on-one Mesa Gilbert as a couple different case studies. Now, um, again, to echo what Matthew said, I don't want anybody to feel bad. I'm just going to tell you exactly how it is and how you can be better because I know that's what's going to help you in the long run. So when we look at this, um, Michelle shared, uh, shared the, the business with me as a site manager. Um, and Sean shared it with me as uh, a manager. Um, both of these levels, Google um, will only allow me to do so much uh, as a manager or a site manager. Um, what I would encourage you to do, if you trust somebody to really help you, um, you want to change their permissions to owner um, so that they can really do a lot of the heavy lifting. Um, as manager or site manager, there's really only so much I can do. Um, so like I said, don't feel bad. Um, but ownership level, it still keeps you as a primary owner and you have full say on how, how things happen and what goes on. Um, but when you're, when you're looking at these, you can see that even just the menu on the left from manager to site manager changes quite a bit. Um, you, you lose a number of the different products that Google allows. So on the left, there's about three different options that are taken away as a site manager and a manager. And then also as an owner, you know, just opens that up a little bit more. So, so Clark, sorry, to, um, sorry to jump in. Are you yeah. saying that between these two individuals, the first one that makes you a temporary owner is the one that you're going to help on the call? <laughs> That's it. Uh, that's it. Uh, and uh, let's see. Let's see. We'll, we'll make it a race. <laughs> um, and keep in mind, guys, but, you can totally remove it when he's done. So, Right. He, he just wants to be able to show you what you can do. So he wants to have the same permissions you have. And then you can obviously remove them after the call. So not, not a problem. Yeah. And while, while you guys are doing that, I'll jump in on a couple of these 
different examples, what Matthew was talking about on the front end. Um, your, so on the, on the front end, on the back end of Google, there, there are many different tools that you can use. Um, Google, my business is the one we're highlighting right now. There are many other pieces that play into how you rank on Google um, and many things off of Google that Google checks to verify how you rank and how consistent your information is. If you have, um, just looking at the core information of Dixon Jewelers, um, your name um, showing up as uh, without a apostrophe or uh, apostrophe over uh, Jewelers, um, there's many different little tweaks. Um, if your website, if Facebook, if Yelp, if those names and, and your address, if this core information right here shows up differently in different places, it, it loses the ability to, um, or you just lose trust in Google's confidence and, and they don't rank you as highly. Uh, so really important to keep your, your name consistent as well as your, uh, your categories. Um, this second list, uh, let me go back and see. All right. Let's, let me refresh, see if I can, I have ownership access. I may need to just refresh these. All right. Um, and what we can do, Clark. Oh, there we go. Sean, oh, your winner. Sean's winner. <laughs> <laughs> um, like you said, just for reemphasize that, like all of this is, I can actually change it for you. Can I can, I can actually help you. Um, it gates what I can do over here on some of the most impactful things like products, um, and services. Um, both of these are really, really critical and, and can be incredible assets for your business. Um, but on the site manager or manager uh, accessibility, I, I can only do so much, um, but I can, I can really do anything for you um, at this level. So um, for class one-on-one Mesa Gilbert, again, um, having that name consistent across the board is, is really, really critical. Um, the fact that you have education uh, consultant is, is wonderful. I'm sure that's very applicable to what you, what you do and who you are. What I would encourage you to do is add a, additional categories to really highlight um, your business in additional searches. Right now, people have to be fairly specific to be able to find your business. And when you add subcategories down here, um, you're, you're just opening up the funnel to more and more uh, potential visitors. They may not be exactly uh, on point because Google only has, um, Google only has so many um, categories. I believe there's right around 800 different categories right now, but they're constantly adding and they're constantly tweaking it to really address kind of the world that we live in right now. So I'm sure if you're an education consultant, you're also considered a consultant. <laughs> um, even though you want to be more specific for those, you know, the perfect customer being your primary category, 
I would encourage you to go through and add as many categories as possible here. Um, so I'll, I'll change one and literally that, that should double the amount of people that are, are seeing your business. Um, and again, those different categories, the, the further from your primary category, the less, um, pertinent those searches are going to be, but they're still going to, you want it to be close enough to where it's, it's still impacting your business and getting you, uh, customers that you want to see your business. Um, now I notice that you have being on power road here, you're likely kind of on the verge of, uh, Mason Gilbert. Um, and yeah, right. Well, I guess, no, you're in North Mesa. So one thing I'll say with the, um, one thing I'll say with this, uh, address is you'll see that, um, you'll see that Google takes your address and it'll drop a pin here, but to be able to really give the best information to, to Google and the other people on off of Google, such as like car GPSs, um, Uber eats, all those types of things that'll be more impactful for different types of businesses. But when you pick this up and move it, um, you get a little X and, you really want to, to move this to the front of the business where you want people to enter to be able to find you. Now, Sean, I don't know exactly where, where you're at, so I'm going to put it right back down, but I encourage you to you know, move it to right where they come in um, after, after this call. And as I grab it, you can see there's a little X that shows up underneath it. Um, one of the things that we've found is that that actually makes it more accurate across multiple platforms and switch it, switches it to latitude longitude. So you get a more reliable search across uh, multiple platforms. Um, and, and Clark, if you, you yeah, I'll jump in um, and, and touch on the address, even touching on categories. I mean, for example, the chiropractor, since we've already used them, obviously if they have massage therapists in the house, if they have an acupuncturist, if, whatever they have in there, um, they're able to promote as a different category. And I can't stress the importance of just moving, moving, the ad, uh, moving your address. I mean, Google can tell that you've moved to longitude latitude and they're like, oh, they've taken the time to move this. We don't have just to assume that we're right. And I'll give you a funny story is that I was buying a mattress one time. So I parked and fed the meter. I went and I started talking to the, and I wanted a good deal on the mattress. So being a business owner, I was like, hey, maybe we could barter. And he was very interested in showing up higher on Google and having us help with this processing so I, we could offset the cost. So I was there for about two hours. I went out, there was a ticket. I said, oh, do you, do you know, any, do you know the, anything I could do about this? He's like, well, why don't you just park in the back? I said, because this is where Google told me. So it's a great example of somebody that just could have moved the longitude latitude to the back. It'll pull all your visitors there. And we all know that it's, um, it's a little annoying when you, when you come to your destination, you get out of your car and your phone is still talking to you. You know, go for it, 200 feet and take a left. You're like, no, I think I'm good. I'm parked. I'm in the car. You know, I'm walking towards the building. Yeah, uh, that's, that's a perfect example. Um, just making these few changes will will impact your business significantly for the short term. Um, a lot of the things we're going to show you, uh, they'll have a, a nice boost for a month or two. 
Um, but it really is that consistent uh, engagement with Google that is going to help your business grow for, for many months and years to come. So driving down a little bit here, um, Sean done a fantastic job capitalizing on some of the different uh, things in here. Uh, the short code or social code is, is a fantastic way to be able to use uh, engage customers uh, via text or social media, um, being able to have a branded link that goes directly to Google, um, you know, helps on, on a number of different levels. Uh, some of these other different um, links right in here, they, they may seem like a simple check in the box, um, simple like your, your phone number, your, your web address, um, but appointment links, whether or not um, you go to, uh, if you go to your, your website, um, it, it doesn't have to be super custom tailored to um, make, uh, to fill this out. Really, you want, you want it to be unique, but at the same time, when I, when I go in here, um, if there's anywhere in here that somebody can fill out a form, it's going to check that box for Google and it's going to help, help you in the long run. So right here is, you know, your contact form. It's not necessarily uh, an appointment form, but just having that helps Google. It builds that confidence Google has in sharing your business. Um, so add in appointment links. If you can be more specific, um, all the better. Um, and you can add, have multiple links show up there. Um, but just having that, uh, again, will, will impact your business. Uh, a few other things through here. Now I saw uh, Michelle had a description right here. This is, this is perfect. Um, you wanna have, uh, you have 750 characters. So you really wanna maximize what you put in here, but you wanna take it from somewhere that you already have it published. So whether that's Facebook, whether that's your website, um, somewhere online that Google can see that connection and see that you are a legitimate business, that the same information has shown up multiple places. Um, put this brief description um, so that customers trust you and, and uh, Google trusts you more. Uh, like Matthew said, when you search for uh, classes or, you know, education counseling uh, consultants in Mesa or Gilbert, you're going to get a whole bunch of different searches. And um, this type of information, it, it seems, uh, it may seem simple to some, and maybe seems really complex to others. Um, but consistency, as you as you do this for a long time, is going to impact your business. Uh, products, uh, I love that you already got one in here. Uh, I, again, um, utilizing everything that Google has, it gives you, um, this is a thousand characters. Um, look at this as uh, free ads. Um, typically you would have to spend thousands of dollars, two to $3,000 a month um, is what we typically see people spending on Google ads for it to actually impact their business. Um, but you want you want to really uh, capitalize on this by giving people a, a call to action so that they can uh, learn more on your website and engages them. And again, that consistent information, I sound like a broken record, um, but it, I cannot emphasize it enough. The more consistency, the more Google will trust you and the more it will 
the more people will see your business. Um, so you can kind of preview it if you're a little bit nervous to see how uh, dozens be a physical product or it can be a class similar to something like this. Um, whatever your services are, that's what you want to promote. Um, it can be a mix of physical as well as digital products or uh, in-person products and digital products. Uh, be creative. Um, all of this is to help, uh, help the community get what they're looking for a lot faster. And if you're able to help Google achieve that, then they're going to reward you for it. So uh, looking into services, again, the, you want to similar, this is kind of like a mix between categories and um, categories and products. You can get a little bit creative on what is being found here. Um, and, but it gives you a little bit more um, to tell people what, what you do. Um, so don't be shy, fill this up and add, add as much as you can about who you are as a business because it's going to help you in the long run. Um, now, Sean, this messaging, um, every business is a little bit different, but this can be kind of the final linchpin in whether or not somebody visits you or someone else. Uh, the vast majority of our communities are much more comfortable texting than they are emailing or calling um, or seeing somebody in person, especially right now. Uh, having a way for me to go on my phone and as I'm searching for different um, consultants, I can literally send you a text message versus sending uh, Jerry down the street. A not, I would have to call him, uh, but I can shoot you a text message and get a, a answer within minutes or even, even just an hour. Um, it allows me to make that decision right then and there while I'm thinking about it. Um, and it does it within my comfort zone. So, I would really encourage you to either download it to your phone or your desktop and engage with your customers in the way that they want to. Um, Cause as you kind of align yourself with their customer journey, how they want to be spoken to, you're going to see uh, a significant increase in how people are communicating with you. I know Matthew touched on reviews. Uh, responding to all your reviews. Fantastic job, uh, Sean. This Google doesn't look at, are you 4.3, 4.5? I've seen uh, three and a half star businesses rank higher than a five star business. Um, it is a, por a portion of it. I'm not saying you can run around with a two star business and, and outperform uh, many businesses that are five stars, but Google doesn't, even allow you to sort it by how many how you rank or highest to lowest they want to see have you replied to them or have you not replied to them are you engaging with your community or are you ignoring the community that's that's how they're looking at it so how you engage with the community and how much you're helping communicate um, what is out there for your community is, is really really important to Google uh, jumping into insights I know Matthew showed you our, our dashboard. Um, we look at year over year. We find that it's, it's a little bit more impactful um, because we can see, you know, that so many, 
seasonal aspects to businesses and it, it's a little bit more impactful for us to look at it that way um, on our dashboard. Google allows you to look back three months, um, which is, is good. Um, and I would encourage you if you're only using Google that you download these or track them on a spreadsheet so that you can be able to uh, really understand year over year how you're doing and measuring up. Uh, and uh, just with one minute left, I want to uh, just outline this kind of distinction right here, direct versus discovery. Um, the people that are searching for you directly, those 200 people, they know who you are, Sean. So those are the people that are on your Facebook, they're on your website already. They're, it's great to be able to attract them, but this almost 700 people um, on this side that are discovering you for the first time, those are the people that are are going to be the future of your business and, and that you really need to engage with this platform to uh, really capitalize on, on what Google's offering. As Matthew said, like you're open for business. You want Google to send you, you know, thousands of leads. Um, and the more you uh, optimize all this information, the more this number will grow, um, but you're doing a great job. Anything over 20% um, is really, uh, what we want to see for, for you doing a fantastic job, keeping your customers um, really engaged and they're sharing it with their friends and you're really taking care of, of those you're serving. So fantastic job. Uh, thank you so much, Sean, for allowing me to share your business and give everybody a little under the hood view of what, what we're talking about. Um, and I will turn the time back over to Matthew. I know we have uh, a, uh, URL for you guys to go to get started.truly360.com. Uh, encourage everybody to go go to there, and I'll let uh, kind of Matthew run through what that what that looks like. Yeah, wonderful. Well, thank you, Clark. And I know that uh, Kate looks like you survived the fire drill, <laughs> so I'll see you back on there. We'll be happy to answer some questions. I do want to take a couple minutes to run you through. Uh, I know people are going to ask, what's the price or can you do this for me? Now, keep in mind, during our Google coaching session, uh, it's important because Mesa is our client and we want only great things going back to them. And we don't believe that we have to force anyone to do this. We realize that if it's not the right time now, we would love for them to reach out to us in the future. So the person that's going to be uh, doing your coaching session is not a salesperson. Uh, they're a support person. They know how to go on the back end. So I think if, if you've ever had someone on your staff that's like, I don't want to ask for the business, but they're really nice, uh, that's who we have on our staff. And so literally, if you want to try our service, you may have to actually have to ask them, can I try out your service? Because um, they're just going to spend the time trying to take care of you and coach you how, on how to do it yourself. But let me show you a little bit. So this is our standard agreement, and we are not in standard times, and this is not a standard group. Um, and what I mean by that is that we were asked to come on here and speak for you, uh, for you. So we didn't have to do anything. Mesa did all the hard work and got everyone on here. So the cost of acquiring a client, uh, there was none. So what we're going to do is whatever prices you see on here are going to automatically be cut in half. Um, they're going to be cut in half. And then um, if anyone wants to use us for our processing, I know sometimes you're tied to a software, you just can't. 
But the benefits of tying into your, into your processing are we're able, you're actually able to use a marketing company that is now your partner because we want to help your bottom line grow. We just, we just don't want to send you leads, but we want to be able to track how the money you're putting in your pocket is growing. Also, if you've ever heard of Apple Pay, this whole industry was basically, Google took the first uh, step with that with Google Wallet. And uh, Google Wallet wasn't as successful, which is why a lot of us hadn't heard of it. They went to Android Pay and then they've gone now back to Google Pay. But they're all, them and Apple Pay are still using NFC technology. But we have found time and time again that when we set up your business for NFC, that we're able to tell Google in the back end that you accept NFC payments. And remember, Google makes most of their money off Google Ads, and they don't make any money off organic search. But if you take Apple Pay, if you take Google Pay, they have a chance to make money, and you're also providing your visitors and customers with the most advanced way to pay. In addition, you're offering them with a touchless way to pay, which is so important. I was at the doctor yesterday, and she's like, oh, we finally got set up. I love that system because I don't know, I'd have to pass this card under the, under the machine for her to run it. So she loved accessibility and a lot of people are not in rank and hire, but we're able to track the bottom line. In addition, when we get you set up with your processing, we're going to cut it in half again. So what does that mean? That means for a survival kit, it's going to be $180 and then $90 with processing. And I won't take up too much time here because we normally charge a 24 month agreement, but literally with this group, um, we want to keep Mesa happy. We want to keep you happy. We want to give you a chance to try it. It's literally a 90 day trial. You can cancel after that at any point. So essentially for, if you want to include your processing, you're looking at 90, 180 or 360. And we used to have a 17 page proposal of services, but literally we were talking about everything that we did, but if we did the same thing we did, five years ago, we would still be putting multiple posts a month on a Google Plus page and Google's completely got rid of Google Plus. So what we do is simply just guarantee the amount of growth that we're gonna have within a year. We notice within the first year, it's usually a triple digit growth and sometimes in the second year, but usually it's about 120% the first year and then somewhere between 30 and 50% annually from there. Obviously it's compound growth, it can't grow at those numbers forever. But I did want to say for anybody that does do a Google coaching session, uh, keep in mind, remind Eric, if he's the one doing it, that it is something you want to try because he's not a sales guy. Also keep in mind, if you, this is another commitment I want to make to you. If you are unable to open your doors, if your business or if your business is down 50% from where it is, if you're unable to open your doors, we will offer you free service until you're able to open your doors. You don't owe us anything. We realize that even with your credit card processing, you're not processing anything. It's okay. We want to work with the folks at Mesa. Um, we want to obviously build the relationship and Clark is from Mesa. So he's asked me as well, is there anything extra I could do? And I was like, let's just do it for free until they can open. And if you're like, if you're still struggling because you're still seeing 30 to 50%, we will lower that for a period of time until we can help get your numbers up. I want to leave you with, uh, again, a couple last things. And then I obviously want to open up for questions. And I do realize that people may need to jump off at some time, but we're probably going to be coming through your community at some point and doing some cool things like this. We're all familiar with Google Street View, 
but we literally have had Google parties in different destinations. Um, and so this is something that we may be coming through your area, um, but be on the lookout for, for tools like this. So essentially um, that your community, Michelle and the team and Kate and the team, we're gonna be able to decide on when and if they want this service. So instead of Google Street View sneaking through town and you not being able to get ready, this will be something where you can actually prepare your business and we can capture Street View the way that you want it, the time of the year you want it. You probably want us to come during winter when the, when the weather's nicer and people are outside and just like a, look like a really fun community. This particular community is actually in Wyoming. And so the funny thing about this is these kids are wearing short sleeve shirts and there's leaves on the trees. There's only leaves on the trees for about three months in this for this particular state park. So that's a really fun project and we may have a, a Google day, but obviously we're just trying at this point, um, I know Mace is doing an incredible job helping you guys and trying to deal with COVID-19 and trying to keep everyone safe while trying to help your business uh, thrive and survive. But like Clark talked about it, you can go to getstarted.truly360.com. It just says which option is best for you. Um, literally, you can just come down here and enter your information and say, let's get started. Um, and if your name, you want to talk something about putting your first and last name and just put, put our Mesa group or Mesa coaching, um, you're welcome to do that. But we'll be happy to get back to you. Um, at this point, we'd love to see whoever's still on us, uh, on with us. We can take as much time as you need uh, to answer any questions you have. But we do realize that some folks are at work and could only carve out an hour, but we're happy to stay on um, as long as you'd like. So, Michelle, do you want to direct questions or do we just want to open up and, and see what the chats? Hi, you guys can just um, open up the Q&A. Okay, wonderful. Answer ever. Wonderful. Can you touch on how to use this is, hey, Donna, nice to meet you. Uh, can you touch on how to use this photo tool as a home-based business with no storefront? Thank you. Um, to just save on time, because we know people have different questions, we're probably not going to jump in live to anything unless it's a quick fix. So we're not going to jump, probably look at the back end unless Clark already has it pulled up on any of these questions that you need to address. But Clark, would you like to, I think it'd be best to address that question. Yeah. So for home uh, run businesses, there there's a couple different options based on the type of industry uh, you're in. But for example, if you're a, uh, if you paint homes and you run the business out of your home, you want to highlight the, the jobs that you're doing. So before and afters of all the facilities that you're painting um, or any of those, if, if you're that service type industry, um, if you're like a CPA and you want to promote your business, um, you want to take, take pictures of a couple different categories up in the top. Uh, when you click on photos, you'll see different categories of photos that Google is looking for. Some of them are your team. Some of them are your brand. Um, some of them are interior, exterior of your facility. Um, even if you don't have people coming to your location, having a picture of who you are and your team is, is going to really help build that trust in people looking for your business. So whether or not you have a physical, like big, beautiful building with signage outside, um, we want to, to give people a clear picture of who you are and, and what you're trying to do for the community. So a great question. Looks like you've got a couple others about nonprofits. 
And so Marissa asks, what advice would you give to a new nonprofit to use Google or other marketing tools? And it sounds like Krista also is with a nonprofit. So you can probably, let me go ahead and ask those in conjunction. I think you can probably answer at one time. This is gonna be very precise to us, but possibly affects other businesses. We're a nonprofit and have had a Google listing under our nonprofit's name and the address is based on our administrative offices. Then there's a separate Google listing for our donation center, which has a different address, different operating hours, et cetera. Is that okay that one business has multiple Google listings or does that cause confusion and hurt us in rankings? So great questions, Marissa and Krista. Yeah, great question. The The main thing you got to think of when every business will be different. Um, so some, it will make sense to have one listing and some it will have, it'll make sense to have two. But the easiest way I can break it down is to think of how customers are finding you and what's going to be the easiest way to make people happy. So if you have people that are coming to your facilities to um, volunteer, and then you have an entirely separate group of folks that are coming to um, you know, fill out forms and take advantage of classes, but you're still the same organization, but you have two separate facilities, um, then you would want to clearly define those locations to that group of customers. But if you have the same services that are located in approximately the same place, you really just want to promote one of them um, as your kind of main hub. And then you may filter, filter the people to the other location. But um, most of the time, just think of how people are finding you. And is, is it two separate customers that you're serving at those two separate locations? Or is it really just one customer? Um, and creating two listings would just be confusing. Got a great question. I'm actually seeing a few questions coming on chat and I know you're doing a great job answering. Let me just see. Um, Guillermo Sanchez asks, I own a restaurant and event hall where we are the hardest hit in the industry. Do you have any recommendations? And I can add to that a little bit too. I'll actually I'll just start off by saying, um, I'll talk more in general terms and if you could talk maybe specifically what's in it for his business. Uh, we are in the process of communicating with your city who's very interested in using all the tools that they have available to help you. There's some really cool tools uh, that we're developing specifically in response to, to COVID uh, to where all the businesses um, can be promoted and, and take advantage of it. So you're, you're, obviously you're, you're hearing great things come from your community and I'm sure if they decided to move forward with anything, just be sure to be checking their emails and uh, the different ways that they're promoting it about more ways to engage small businesses. And Clark can do a really good job of giving you very, because I'm sure Guillermo, you asked a question that a lot of people are struggling with right now and, and they're dealing with it right now. So I'm sure Clark, you're, you're going to be answering a question that a lot of people are thinking. Yeah, the there are, there are many things that, this platform is is changing. Um, so I would I would check in weekly, if not every couple of days, and you utilize this platform to communicate um, with the community. The more active you are on this platform, the more Google's going to trust you, and there's going to be more people coming to your location. But uh, looking at the COVID relief options, utilizing your posts, your products, um, highlighting all that you're doing to really 
showcase that you're taking COVID seriously because uh, the people that we want to show up are those that are being more cautious and the more confidence that we can give to them um, to actually come and visit you, that you're taking all the precautions you need. Um, videos are, are a great tool um, that are often underutilized on this platform. Over the last year, Google's allowed videos to actually be published on Google My Business. And you just promoting the you as a business owner and all the things that you and your staff are doing to keep them safe as well as um, your customers safe can go, it can speak volumes to who you are and, and helping people have confidence to actually come in. So um, taking advantage of all the things we touched on as well as videos um, and, and talk about COVID, talk just straight out, let them know exactly those that aren't concerned with it, um, they're going to be coming anyways. Um, but really the, the, the customers that we need to get coming back in are those really cautious ones. Um, and we hope everybody, you know, staying safe regardless of kind of their position. But um, the more you can do to uh, really tailor your message to those that are not going to come in readily um, is going to go a long ways. That's great. We've got a great question from Bill. I'm going to read for you, but before that, I'm going to answer uh, a quick questions from Marissa and Tanisha. So Marissa asks, is there a link we can send for people to offer reviews? Yes. Um, included in our packages, we have review generation programs that are just, we dial it in. In fact, at one option, we actually answer the reviews for you. However, there's a couple fairly simple things. If you're trying to do something on your own, you can still have some success. For example, you can have some review cards printed off, like please leave me a review and tell them how to do that. You know, you can print business cards pretty inexpensively. And, um, you know, and, and you can just say, hey, how are you today? Or somebody's like, oh, I had a great experience. If somebody comes in and complains about the service, I probably wouldn't hand them a review, a review card. Um, but at the same time, if folks are not coming in, right, and you're just trying to generate some activity, you can do an email campaign. You can person, and we ask that you can e email campaign to all your clients and just say, if you would, would um, provide a review, that would be great. Please talk about your experience. Uh, a couple things to remember, and um, the rules are always changing, uh, which is why we want to help you kind of navigate this. Uh, but we knew a couple years ago, a lot of folks were getting away with paying for five-star reviews, but you got to make sure that you don't, we don't do that. Uh, we took one of the, one of the best known, um, we're trying to help one of the best known dentists in the entire country. He was having an issue. And so we were referred to him by a mutual friend. And this guy has a massive practice. He's got an endodontist, orthodontist, oral surgeon, um, uh, uh, you know, he's got, uh, everyone under one roof and he had about 1300 reviews and Google removed all of them except for the ones that were three stars and under. So his rating went from 4.9 to about a 2.3 overnight. Um, he tried to communicate directly with Google and talked about how important he was. And I read the response, the response from Google said, well, if you're so connected and you know, so many people, it shouldn't be hard to get your reviews back up. So, so I think he had some kind of nasty things to say. So I thought her, you could argue whether or not her response was appropriate, but he was not happy. So it's important that you get reviews the right way. Now, keep in mind, friends and family can offer you reviews. Um, even if they haven't come in to eat at your establishment, if they know you, they can review you. I love the owner. I've known him for a long time. 
your mom should leave your review. Your brother should leave your review. And they can, they can talk about the character of the owner or the management or the staff. And also, if you're ever at a function or you know other business owners, just say, how about we have our staffs trade five-star reviews? You've got about four people on staff. I've got four people. You've got 20. I've got 20. You know, so trades five-star reviews um, if, in fact, you believe their business but is, is worthy of five stars. You know, also, um, I have a home-based business as well. Do I still get the free services? Yes. Um, there's still, I mean, Google wants to help every type of business. They have, they're always changing things. If you're a realtor, now they have ways to get individual realtors. If you're a dentist, but you work for another dentist, but you're under the same roof, there's ways that they want to highlight you, you know, and, and take care of the different practices um, under one roof. So pretty much Google wants to take care of everyone. I know it's probably hard to believe because you're like, Google makes all their money with ads. They just want us to pay for ads. Google, I mean, Clark is telling me that if I enter this in and take care of all the stuff, it's, could it be comparable to spending two or $3,000 on ads? And the answer is yes. And you would say, well, why is Google offering this if they make so much money on ads? It's very simple, right? I mean, Sergey and Larry Brin had this idea when they were in college and this idea falls apart unless they have the most relevant content online that people want to use. So if people use Google to find businesses and there's no information on there, I'm sure Apple's probably going to probably create something pretty cool or Yelp or somebody, a company we haven't heard of. Right now, Google's dominating search. And in order for, in order for them to continue doing that, they've got to continue with street view and offering pictures and descriptions and they've got to stay on the forefront and work as hard as they can. So yes, if you take the time and follow all these tools, the, the way that Google is using, you will be very surprised at the response. So Bill has a question. We know enough about working with our Google account to be dangerous. I love that. Of course he says, LOL. So uh, we tried to tie our website to our Google account and it has really messed us up something back. It changed. It changed it to the limited things I guess we have in Google. We are able to get it canceled and back to our other, which I thought was tied to Google. So I'm going to let obviously Clark take this again, but this is um this is a great lesson for everyone on the call. A lot of people on the call are like, I just don't know as much as all these other people on the call. I say, you know what? <laughs> Yours may be your business may be actually easier to help you because if you haven't done anything, we can just get you started the right way from the beginning. It's folks that know enough to be dangerous um, that, that we have to correct things. Now, in Bill's defense, the people that have tried to do it themselves but realize they've made a mistake, they're hungrier than the people that haven't done anything. So even though they maybe drop a little bit, they're most likely going to shoot up faster. And I'm going to use a, a kind of uh, a good analogy that I like to use is that right now we want to give you tips um, on how to do this yourself. So it's basically like working out. Once you get in the habit of working out, it's not fun getting in shape, but it's fun staying in shape because you're reaping all the rewards. So it's not fun learning how to get in shape. But anybody who uses our service, and keep in mind, I'm, this is not a hard sell, but literally it's something you can try. And literally the price is cut in half, it's cut in half again, if we're using your processing, and you can try the service. Literally, we're gonna get, in, get you in shape uh, for you. So literally, like, so we're gonna get you in the best shape and uh, we know it'd be wildly successful if uh, somebody could offer a pill to get get people in shape and people could avoid working out. 
But Clark, if you would, could you address that? Because I know a lot of other people have gone in their Google listings and tried to do something and it hasn't worked out the way that they intended it. Yeah, uh, it's a very common issue we will run into where, you know, things are suspended or, or listings or have all sorts of messes. Um, and um, I'm trying to think of a, a way to answer your question. There, there really are many different solutions um, and different routes. And I would really have to dive into your specific situation to, I don't, I don't want to send you down the wrong road when um, it could, there could be a much uh, simpler path. So um, I would say schedule, schedule one-on-one -on -one and we would be able to really ad address that um, because some, some solutions Google <laughs> uh, makes us work for um, and some are, are much, much easier to solve. So uh, you can certainly uh, unsuspend things. You can certainly merge listings. There, there are many different ways to either delete or recreate or reestablish listings. Um, but it, it is constantly, um, it's constantly changing. Um, even just on, on reviews, uh, Matthew was touching on, I was looking at a recent account and, uh, having, having your reviews, um, really, dialed in can can even even a negative review i saw a one star review and the the business owner just went essentially on a rant and just told all these terrible things that the the customer had done uh, you know calling out what they had done right as a as a customer uh, or as a business and telling them all the different things that they had done wrong as a as a customer and it whenever you get a negative review um you want to keep things very pleasant. You want to use it as an opportunity to sell to your customers. Um, because when I see a negative review, um, when I see you know, 4.5, it's almost more realistic. Um, and I trust it more than a five star um, because I know it's a legitimate business. It's been around a while. Um, but when I look at the responses, it, hopefully there's a response to the negative review. Um, but when there is a response, um, it's, it's very comforting and, and it builds my confidence when I see uh, a business owner saying, Hey, like, we're so sorry that you had a uh, negative experience, Kimberly. Um, we certainly strive to have a five-star experience for all of our customers been in business, you know, 71 years. And we, and we really um, strive to do our best to serve our community. Um, please come in and we'd love to address that situation. Um, if it's not a legitimate review, and if it's really somebody just going after you personally, um, know that you can go to Google and say, hey, this person is just a, a troll. They're not really trying to help the community. Um, they're just attacking me online. Uh, that's against policy with Google and you can actually get those removed. So um, whether, it's, uh, whether it's a negative review or positive review, again, just always respond to it. We've, we've had many reviews taken down when it's really just a personal attack on the business owner or, or even an employee. Um, but yeah, uh, it, let's see another. Um, yeah. Thanks Clark. I'll, I'll go through the other one. So I know you're spending your time doing your best job answering. So I didn't want you to have to <laughs> think about reading them too, because I'm pulling them from um, the chat as well as the uh, questions, uh, the Q and a. 
So Maria asked a good question. I'm not sure if you can answer this, but is there a reason Google keeps changing our business number to our old number? I have tried to contact them via email many times and sent them storefront pics that they asked for. This has been going on for the past three weeks and they still have the old number. So before we answer that, Clark, I do want to say is that um, what's cool is that um, if, if we end up doing something more advanced with the city, keep in mind that they have the ability to make these live adjustments. Um, Google's trusting them with tools and for us to help them work with these tools to immediately make changes on your business. So even as simple as getting verified, as you know, getting verified, you send out a postcard and it takes a while because you may not have a physical address and sometimes the challenges of time of doing that. And the same goes for options like this and making quick corrections. But Clark, do you have anything to, to add for Maria and other folks who are probably dealing with the same thing? Yeah, that's, uh, I, I've had many conversations about that, that same situation. So I know it's, it's fairly common, uh, issue. Uh, there's a couple different groups at Google that can be able to help you. Um, and petitioning to Google street view. Um, I'm not sure how up to date your street view is at your location, but see if you can go to Google street view and see your business with the correct number on it. Um, and if it, I am following the question, right? It's your, it's your physical address uh, number that's not showing up the right way. Um, so anything that you can do to promote the correct information with imagery, um, you're sending it to them. That's great. Um, I would also encourage you to post those photos um, to Google my business and site uh, create a link with street view to be able to promote all those same, that same information. So you can kind of uh, respectfully show them that their information's wrong, but it's, it's correct on their own platform. And so it's, it's clearly an error that they need to address immediately. Um, and if it's, if you show it to them that in that way, it shows a more systemic issue. And so it'll kind of get ranked up a little bit higher uh, because it's probably happening for a lot more people. So great question. I've seen a, uh, a message from July. July asks, what's your suggestion? And Julie, I'm sorry if I said July, but uh, my guess is a lot of people call you Julie, but your name is July. So what's your suggestions about real pictures of my staff versus stock pictures? Thanks. Um, yeah, this one's actually pretty easy. Um, pictures are better than no pictures and real pictures are so much better than stock pictures. Uh, we're talking about Google. We're talking about somebody that can scan a camera over a flower and tell you what type of, uh, you know, a flower it is. I mean, they're going to look at your picture and they're going to know if that, a lot of cases, if it's a stock photo. Um, we worked with a really large casino. I just pulled them up and I was trying to advise them and they were just spread too thin because we work with their large competitor in the area and we're having a lot of success. So we, we met with them and they were understaffed and, and they still have photos up of, they have this beautiful casino that they spent millions and millions of dollars on, but the photos that you see are the artist renderings. So literally if you can go to the, look at, and you look like it, it's, it looks like it's not open. So keep in mind, if you're, if your employees are like, ah, I don't like being on camera, I don't like doing this, you know, um, I'm sure if you take pictures of some of your customers, as long as you ask them if you can put them on there. Um, but keep in mind, take pictures of what people are going to see when they come in. So I think it's great. No matter what the, what the staff looks like, give them an accurate rep representation of what they're going to go see. Um, it, it's funny, but if you think about 
we have we've we've always had a lot of success working with car repair folks. Car repair. When you think of car repair, you don't think of a place that you'd want people to have 360 views of the inside of their business. These are the people that you wouldn't want to see, right? Something goes wrong with your car. You just want to take it to the closest one. Why would they want to show you what, what's oftentimes kind of a filthy, uh, dirty environment? But the answer is easy because these, these guys, they know it's an incredibly competitive business and Google, they know that Google's going to recognize that they have a tour. So they're not worried about what it looks like. They are worried about making sure they're taking advantage of every tool. And if you're the top ranked or you're near the top and you know, and, and someone needs something wrong with their, something, something fixed with their car, they're probably going to look at the reviews. And if you're at the top and you've got a 2.3 star and it looks great, they're not coming to you. Um, but if you've got four stars, if you're above four stars, and if you're at the top, even if it's a little dirty, they need their car fixed. So they're most likely going to come to you. Get another question from Gene. I'm a home-based business transitioning to a commercial location soon. Should I wait until I move or can I still do things while I'm still being home-based? I can answer that question too. If you notice, Clark's the smart one over here, so he, <laughs> he answers the tougher questions. Uh, but this, this is the easy one. The bottom line is the longer that Google is seeing content, the better you are off. Now keep in mind, if you put out the wrong information, um, you're gonna be at a disadvantage. But if you can start putting out consistent information, there's a lot of things on your list and you can start doing and I would always recommend now. I mean, in fact, I mean, if you're putting, if you're going to wait six months, the person that gets started now or six months ago that has the same information, the same access to this information, they're going to grow as well. A lot of people ask us, Matthew, if you help everyone rank higher on Google, how do you, how do you work with multiple businesses in the same industry? I'm like, easily. I mean, because ideally it's going to look best for Mesa if your entire destination looks good, right? So, right, so if a ton of restaurants look great, rather than just one, it's gonna help them do a better job of attracting more people. And they work really hard to get conferences to come to town and different people to come visit, stay in hotels and spend money while they're there at your businesses. And so the better, the more you focus. So is it gonna be more competitive on the top? Yes, but here's what we see happening. Um, in the next three to five years, what we're notice, what we're going to predict is anybody that takes advantage of these tools is going to basically shoot up in rankings. What we think is going to happen in probably about five years is that this is going to become commonplace. And pretty much if you're not doing all these things, you're, you're going to be nowhere to be found. Basically what happened to websites. So the fact that Mesa is promoting this, you guys are taking advantage of this, you are years ahead of the curve. Some businesses are taking advantage of it. Most have no idea that they could rank this high. I'm gonna read a message from Krista or question. Social media is super important to many businesses, Facebook, Instagram, et cetera. I never thought of our Google listing as being as important as the social media. It almost sounds like there's, a, there's much potential in gaining customers, donors via Google compared to Facebook, Twitter, Insta, et cetera. Is that a good way to look at it? Yeah, and a great way to look at this um, is actually pretty simple. Um, what we tell our clients is, we're gonna focus on Google because that's where people find you. You focus on keeping everybody because that's what you're excited about doing. A lot of people see, how do I get these people that I've never met before? So it's kind of like if you were to walk into a mall or just a crazy big area where you knew you wanted to meet people because you knew there's people like you. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna find all the random people in that mall and we're gonna introduce you to them. 
it's like going to a party filled with all these people you don't know and you just feeling awkward you sit by taking drinks you just sit by take your drinks we're going to bring up the friends that are a lot like you and then all the others we're not going to worry about but as soon as we bring them to you we can provide these tips but you guys have already spent a whole lot of time and you know how to communicate with your clients and you know how to do a good job communicating with your clients so we say you can get take advantage and the biggest way to take advantage of it because most businesses are already familiar with Facebook and Instagram and you're kind of competing with different groups but essentially you're taking advantage of the, the people that you still I mean that you're already that are already connected to you so again Google for new business you know and you can try to do this on your own you can trust us you can try it else we can kind of open up that open up that intersection or that that off-ramp and just unload leads and then obviously the more you can do to keep them uh, I tell folks that we're gonna bring you a whole lot of people but it's your job to give them a great experience answer the phone and give them the service that you're probably really good at thank you Gene oh, thanks Michelle and Clark um, I guess um, they did not like what I had to say I'm just kidding <laughs> I'm so sorry I have one more question from Krista look at my insights it looks like many of the searches for my nonprofit are direct, assuming updating our listing, adding categories, and doing many of the other things mentioned on this call, we may increase our discovery searches. Clark, do you want to address that? Yeah. Um, so let's see. It's assuming updating our listing. I can answer for you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is. Yes, across the board. Yes, yes, yes. And so if you apply the things that we've gone over, I know it's a lot of things. Um, we will be having another call in a few weeks that I'm sure that they're going to make the announcement if they haven't already. We're going to be doing the same call covering the same information. But what's going to help you the most is that we can meet with you and your team, maybe some members on your team weren't on the call. We can be on that Google audit, that Google coaching session. And we want to take before and after a lot of, of a lot of different businesses so we can have a a snapshot of what we can show the great folks at Mesa, like Mark, Michelle, and Kate, who are on here with us. Uh, we would love to show them that their efforts and everything they're doing to try to help the community uh, are working. And I'm sure they're going to see that when they get, and also when they get feedback from you guys. Um, Bryce has a question. I own a bakery that doesn't have a storefront yet. I rent space in a commercial kitchen to produce for custom orders farmers markets, et cetera. Is there a way I can convey this on my Google page? I currently have the business address as the registered LLC, my home, and I don't want people to come thinking it's a storefront. So Clark, I'm gonna let you address this. We have the exact same thing going on in our office. There's a restaurant um, to offset cost of the restaurant. The restaurant does rent out space to the bakery who does the exact same thing you're doing, Bryce. So Clark, yeah. do you wanna? Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah, it's service-based. Um, there's a couple of different distinctions uh, on Google's backend. You can say that you are service-based, that you're service-based with a physical location that you want people to come, um, but you'll still travel to them, or that you only have a physical location, you're not willing to go anywhere. Um, but in this situation, you would mark yourself as a service-based area and you can distinguish by zip code by city by um, number of miles from your physical location um, you can you can be fairly specific of where you want um, and even 
talking to kind of farmers markets, um, I would promote those farmers markets as events on your listing um, under the post section so that you can show people the date and time and location um, as well as putting it under a product section so that people see that consistency of like he's here every week at this location. Um, you can also promote photos of, of all those different locations that you're doing, um, showing your commercial kitchen as well as showing the farmer's market. Again, just building that confidence uh, that you're doing everything you should. Um, but yeah, great question. With with home-based business, I think I've seen a couple different questions come in about, um, you know, how to really best utilize these tools. And if you're a new business, how do you best utilize them? If you haven't opened your physical location, one of our clients, um, they open up a new location um, about one a month or so. And they, they were kind of asking us the same thing, like, all right, when is the perfect time to be able to, to launch the business or launch that location? Um, again, all we're trying to do is help customers find what they're looking for. And that's going to make Google happy. That's going to make customers happy. And it's ultimately going to help the business. So the sooner, as soon as you have a, a presence in serving the community. So as soon as you have a phone number, as soon as you have a way to be able to help, that's when you want to promote it. Um, even if your physical location isn't open, um, created under your physical, um, your home, you can verify the business with your home address and promote that you're opening at this new location in, you know, three weeks or four weeks or six weeks. Um, we haven't seen much benefit doing it more than uh, six weeks. Eight weeks is really kind of the max you want to promote it before you open it. But that way, you know, you're establishing your presence in the, in the community and you're able to address any questions that come up. Um, and that way you, uh, we've seen, uh, nice, um, engagement from the community when, when we launch a business six weeks in advance, uh, from when they actually open up their physical location. So great questions. Well, thank you, Clark. And uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I was laughing a little bit because uh, it, it's funny getting to know people on during the coronavirus, people are working out of all these different rooms of their house. And I found a, a section of our house. It's actually a little separate building that I work in. And throughout the day, we have four kids. Clark's got three and my kids are 10, eight, seven, and five. And they are constantly coming in here. So this is the first day I've locked the door in a long time. And the funny thing is none of my kids try to get in. But my wife did come to the door and she's leaning on it. And I can see it through the glass. And she's like, what is going on? So I had a good laugh that uh, my kids didn't come in, but my, my wife was locked out. But uh, I do see one other question on here um, in the chat uh, from Josie. We have three locations with the same service, red, blue, and gold mountain cleaners. Is there a way to a single entry for all? Um, you actually have a, a massive benefit. We actually have a lot of realtors who ask us the opposite question. Hey, I only have one location but can I somehow pay you to create locations in all these different areas because I know they're all local services. And so I would say if you're, if you have a, if you, if you're, if your uh, organization is growing pretty fast or you have big goals, we actually have corporate entities that do create a separate listing just for their corporate in, 
corporate to gain like investors or just to talk about what they're doing corporately. But you definitely want to take advantage of all three separate locations and put multiple services, multiple categories on all of those and take full advantage of it. The benefit of you, and you're probably answering that question because you're like, it's a lot of work to maintain three. It's a, you know, you actually have a couple options. When anyone adds, like, for example, your community, Mesa, they have the opportunity to claim every non-business listing in the state, every non-business, every park, every art exhibit, we can create them for them. And in those cases, we have management tools that are less than $50 a month. We offer these same tools that people have for people that have multiple locations if we're offering a very basic service. Um, so keep in mind what I mean by that is that if you have one main location that we're creating categories for, we're creating posts, we're creating the products, we're responding to reviews, what you can do with those other categories is that for, uh, since we're already doing it for one main location, we use those same posts, those same uh, features in order to be able to do that, much like we would a destination. So for example, uh, Mesa or other destinations that we've worked with, they may have 100, 100 locations and there's no way to fully manage every playground, every city, you know, every city park and every art exhibit, unless we were to put the same postings across the whole destination, which is what we do. And we basically got that idea from working with corporate chains. And so, and if you're just really limited on your budget, what I'd recommend is um, if we have a Google coaching session for one location and we make some updates, if you want us to, if you want to trial certain, by the way, guys, with only a, with only a three month trial, I recommend everyone try out the service. We're going to fix everything up. There is no startup fee. And then literally you could cancel it. So, and then you could just keep doing what we've been doing. Obviously things change. It's not the best option, uh, but it's better than nothing. And it's better than trying to get you to do it on your own. So we're not offended. We're actually viewing Mesa and the businesses that, that we help in Mesa as one big account. We know a lot of people are going to try to do it on their own. A lot of people are going to stay and what you're probably going to do if you try it out is you're going to realize you never want to be in business without it. Um, but at the same time, so we don't mind if you want to try it for a few months and the budget doesn't allow, or you've got somebody in the family who has a lot of time and you want to put them to work, um, get them to, to con communicate with our staff and learn as much as they can and they can do it on their own. That's totally fine. We have, we have folks do that all the time. And so I would probably recommend for this one, take advantage of the multiple locations you have and in fact, if I'm communicating with every other business out there, if you've got an opportunity to get really low cost rent or to get rent in another destination, like let's say there's a, you know, there's an area of town that's really nice or in an outside community that's really nice. Um, maybe you can go in with another business, you know, and uh, you don't have to pay for the nicest area, but we can help you rank higher um, in that particular area. So um, you guys asked for some tremendous questions. Thank you, Clark, for being available. And thank you so much, Mark and Michelle and Kate, for allowing us to do this. And we look forward to providing Google coaching sessions and Google audits and then doing this again in a few weeks. And what's going to be cool is that when we do this again, we're going to actually have specific stories about the businesses we helped in Mesa uh, and the, your businesses. We're going to be telling the story and we're going to be promoting your business on the next call because people want to hear about what, what are you doing in my community? I know what you're doing in California or Florida or Texas or Wyoming, but what are you doing in Mesa? So th thank you so much guys for taking time out of your uh, day. We hope that everyone has been able to pick up something from this call that's going to help your business during these times and for the foreseeable future. 
Thank you, Matthew. Can't say goodbye. Oh, there you are, Kate. Hi, thank you so much. And um, to everyone on the call, we will make sure to send out a recording of this webinar and um, information on how to get your free consultation and Google audit scheduled with the Truly team. So thank you so much again for everything. And thanks to everyone for attending. Um, we're really excited to see where this takes us. Cool. Thanks, Kate. Okay. Bye.